Yo, what the fuck is up? Welcome to another podcast edition of the Respectfully Unruly Motherfuckers. You know the fucking vibes? Bossy, bitch! Oh, I've been waiting. And it dropped the fucking... If we had a fucking um, drop with the fucking Joe Budden, the boom, 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 boom. And I've been waiting. That's what I need, man. And I've been waiting. All all you dusty motherfuckers online. All you dirty bitches. (laughs) You're talking all that shit the whole year. Because I didn't say a word. I wasn't going to say a goddamn word until today. Today... Go oh, off. Fuck all of y'all. Fuck Max Kellerman. Fuck Stephen A. Smith. Fuck ESPN. Fuck Bleacher Report. Fuck all of y'all. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. All I had to deal with. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna give you. I'm literally. I I know we talk, do this a lot. I'm telling you, I'm going to shut up after this. I had to deal with years of this shit. Years of yo, your fucking team sucks. Pick the Nets. They picked the Nets over your. Your team is terrible. I, I fucking forgot. I was watching. I forgot what I was watching. I was watching something on YouTube. Fucking FS1 like became like a new station in New York or whatever. They started shooting um, shooting in New York. One of their ads was having um, some Nick players on it, and it just said hopeless on it. On a train in New York. That happened. Okay? All that shit. I had to watch Kristaps Terrace fucking ACL the day after the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That happened. My coach liked a porn tweet. A porn tweet. Asian porn and said he got hacked. Okay? I had to deal with 15 niggas getting kicked out of the arena because because people keep saying sell the team. I had to see a team get clowned upon because they quote-unquote dropped in a draft because, and again, no one was talking about the fact that they could have gotten Kobe White, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, all who, let me look this up real quick, are going to be worse than R.J. Barrett. Worse. They're worse than him now, and they're going to be worse than him in the future. Okay? And all you dusty niggas need to know that we motherfuckers busted all y'all teams' asses this year. All of them, okay? And no, we're not winning the fucking championship, but I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because we're fucking back, okay? Finally. Motherfucking finally. Okay? All right? So to all y'all motherfuckers, all your free agents, they come in here, all right? Like the great scene in The Wire. The price of the brick just went up, Okay? It's fucking our time. All right, I'm done. That was it. I need. I just needed to fucking say that. I've been so pissed at these motherfucking niggas on the no, internet. No, no, no. If, if you if you need some, oh, no, off. I'm good. I got it off. We can talk. We can talk basketball normally after this. I just I needed. I needed to get it out because I've been holding it in. I hadn't said a word online. I wasn't talking spicy to no one. I I kept it all. Built up, but it's <laughs> it feels so fucking good. You know why? Again, because 
all, it's everyone. It's not a certain type of people. It was everyone was getting the jokes off, right? I got I got Samuel Jackson at the Oscars cracking jokes about the Knicks. I got Barack Obama, President of the United States, cracking jokes. Everybody want to take their little fucking shots. You know what it is? Because it's funny. It's cool. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a fucking whatever the PR person wants to tell me. Oh, yeah, just slip this in. It'll be a little, like, whatever, whatever. Fuck all y'all. All y'all, okay? Because we're fucking back, all right? Again, one of the best seasons of all fucking... It's just true. Because we're 21 games. 21. This yeah. 41. It's just true because I'm not doing much. Oh, my God. With no free agents, none, okay? They took a guy who was people thought was awful, and he's going to finish top seven in MVP. That happened this year. Oh, none? my God. And we're getting free agents, and we have cap space, and draft picks. Oh, I can't, I can't motherfucking wait to run the shit on you niggas. Oh, God, I'm so happy. I'm so I'm I've literally I've seen the 2012 team. I was in I was a, a sophomore in college, and I was in Florida, so I didn't even like it. Like kind of hit you kind of quickly. I remember just looking at looking. Um, I was just watching national televised games, and I was like, the Knicks are fucking um, ten and one. It's like when when they're good. I was like, they're not gonna be that good. And then like after a month, they're like twenty-five and seven or something like that. I was like, oh, okay, they're gonna be really good now because the bottom doesn't just fall out of the team 30 games into the season. But I didn't get to enjoy it, and I knew that team was kind of fool's goal because half the team was old. So I was like, this 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 is not gonna last. Oh, this ain't this. This is sustainable. This team's gonna be around for a minute. Okay. And could you could you imagine? Just fantasy, fuck it. I don't even care. If the Clippers lose in the first round, let's say they they could. Well, I guess they can't play the Lakers. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Let me get my shit off now. Pass the hey, ball. Go ahead. No, I'm good. I'm done. I'll, I'll talk for a while. You're right. Pass the ball, Kobe. All right. Just say that you just got enshrined. All right, all right. Pass that. Pass that rock. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, get your shit off the backboard. Um. ESPN, you fucking cocksuckers had our team pegged for 25 wins before the season started. Fuck you. And die slow. Even though I'm from Brooklyn, this ether is that shit that make your soul burn slow. Burn, 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 burn. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, before last season, before the 2019-2020 season, I was a rat hair close to just saying, fuck these Knicks. I'm going to Brooklyn. I can't take this shit anymore. This fucking Yakuvian troglodyte bastard James Dolan doesn't deserve any fucking respect from me, any any dollars, any hard working dollars from me at fucking all. Fuck this. I'm out. But I said, you know what? I've been, I, I've came too far. Literally came 
too fucking far to leave now. The fucking Michael Sweeney's and the fucking Don Cheney era and the fucking Isaiah doing whatever the fuck he did during his era. Like, I lived through all that shit. I lived through fucking niggas getting Steve Francis at the tail end of his career. Steve Francis. And they had him and Stephon Marbury playing together. T-Mac at the end of his fucking T-Mac. Career. Don't forget the Alexis Fled days. Don't forget those. The shit that... The shit was fucking terrible. Like, it was a terrible product. Lance Thomas. Motherfuckers is coming to the garden and just dropping 50. Like, niggas... And leaving. Yo, don't, you remember the water bottle thing? Oh, no, no. Hold on, bro. A water bottle. Yes, the water bottle. Like, it was crazy. Um... <laughs> I witnessed, I witnessed you fucking Yakuvian kids turn your back on Carmelo Anthony after he was traded and act like he didn't do shit for New York. For Enos fucking cancer. I watched you motherfuckers <laughs> turn your back and forget about Amari Stoudemire wanting to come to New York. I Bro, witnessed. they amnestied, they amnestied Billups instead of him. Oh. I witnessed, I witnessed you motherfucking Steve Mills and another dickhead fucking instigate the fucking unicorn leaving. I mean, people want to have their opinion. My opinion is that they instigated that. They instigated that shit. They didn't really want that man to be here. Of course not. They they tried to trade him before that. I witnessed fucking. Jackson tried to implement a fucking triangle offense when the league was fucking going to... And traded for Jose Calderon. I witnessed motherfuckers pass on Dennis Smith Jr. only to fucking trade him, trade from a couple of years later down the fucking line. And he's trash! I witnessed these 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 fucking atrocities, and I'm just here to say, all you motherfuckers could kiss my ass, cause New York Knicks are fucking back. Fuck everybody. Shit. Fuck me, because I'm the one that shitted on Julius Randle before he before the season started. I didn't. I mean, look, look, let's let's all let's keep it a spade, all right? I wanted to send him to the fucking moon. As much as I want to send Peyton to the moon, I want to send Randle right on the ship. So I can't even like say that I was like, oh, I thought Randle was going to do this. Shit, like. I was really, bro, I'm really thinking about this, and I guess this is kind of the way the podcast is going to go, man. Like, I really, I really sat there, and I really thought for, like, a a while, because I don't think this has ever happened in New York sports history for anybody. A guy who wasn't drafted here, who wasn't traded here, who came as a free agent, who was... As bad as he was. And he was and, fucking and, and, But here's the thing. He, his turnaround, single-handedly changed everything about this team. Everything. Because if he doesn't do what he does, like, like if you just, let's just say he has a really good season, right? Like, let's just say he puts up 27, 20, 
and seven, 20 and eight, right? Because he's always been a good rebounder. Um, let's say it's like 20 and eight, 20 and nine, right? But instead of shooting 42%, he shoots like, I don't know, 37, right? Which is good. Those are good numbers, right? Those aren't, you know, all-star numbers by any means, but those are good numbers, right? And everything else stays the same. Like, none of this is possible. None of this happens. I think the best case in that scenario is that, okay, we trade him in the offseason. But then you're still in that situation where you're like, all right, we're still rebuilding. We're still trying to find that guy. And then we're kind of just shifting the pendulum to the next guy. Like we went from Melo to KP. We went from KP to Randall. We have then we would have then took it from Randall. Not, not to off. I agree with everything you're saying, not to cut you off. But I do have to give a special shout out to Coach Thibbs. You fucking long nose fucking comb over. 50 pounds overweight bastard. I did not think you were going to be able to do this. I thought you were going to run RJ into the fucking ground. But you have shown just exactly. You have earned your fucking paycheck this year. You have earned a bit of money that James Troglodytean Dolan has um, given you. That cave animal. Yeah, bro. Like, he... I mean, I'll get to Tibbs in, like, a second. But, like, just to finish that point, like, it would have just been, like, this constant, like, shifting. And the shit that he did this year, like, I'm not kidding you. I think that, like, that was something that had to happen in a way to, I'm not even kidding you, like, to damn near save this franchise. Because... It's now at a point where it's like, oh, shit. Like, we don't have to go bargain bin hunting. We don't have to give Tim Hardaway Jr. $72 million. You know? You don't have to give Joe Noah $72 million. You know? Like, you can now actually pick guys who are at the top of their game who want to come to you. and play with that guy, that guy, because we've seen it all season. He's not a selfish player. If you get open. Oh, not at all. The fuck you move. He wasn't get the ball. He's given, he got ready, but whatever contract he's going to get from either the Knicks or whoever, he He got got that for Bullock. He got Alec Burke. He got him the bag. Alec Burke's at the bag. He got them dudes paid. Last season, last season. No, no, wait, wait. Last season, this man could not pass out of the double team to save his fucking life, yo. Dead ass. He was Beyblade. Offensive. He was Beyblade. Oh. Huh? Who's that? He's what? He was Beyblade. Yo. Bay- you remember Beyblade? Nah. His offensive awareness was. <laughs> Real quick, Beyblade was like a, a fucking anime show where it was like this little like game. Where, like, it was like this like. Contraptions that made things that spun. Think of a spinning time. Wait, wait, you're 28. I'm 32. I don't fuck with that anime bullshit. But anyway, um, (laughs) it's a spinning top. It was a spinning top. Oh, it's top. Well, I call them tops. Then, if that's it, I call them tops. But um, yeah, man, fucking Reggie Bullock. I don't understand what the fuck is going on in the back of that neck. But if that's where you get all your fucking superpowers from, or under the chin, 
I don't know what the fuck is going on. But my brother, if that's it is, I think I don't think he got the bevel. Then go ahead, bro. If you're if you're not using the bevel, if it's some, some <laughs> he got the bevel, man. Or whatever, my nigga, just keep doing it. Thank you for your service. You've been a big help this season. Alex Burks, I don't know where you came from. I keep getting confused confused with Trey Burks. You've been doing your thing this season. You know, they look nothing alike. Yeah, but still, it was like Burks. The black yeah, because you know why you didn't know of him? Because he played in Utah. Oh, he played in Utah for like six years. With the cave animals. That's why I didn't know who he was. I didn't. I wasn't. I knew who he. Like I heard his name before, but like I hadn't watched him play. I watched him play last year because he was on Golden State. <clears throat> then Golden State sent him to uh, to Philly, so I watched him like. I guess in the bubble or whatever, the playoffs. Um but yeah, no, I knew I knew I knew about his game. Uh Frank Nelikin first signings. Frank Nelikin has been real. I hope you Well 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 let's I think I think we should talk about Frank when we talk about the playoff stuff. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. Let me just get this out real quick. Um Knox, bro, I hope you become every bit as much as the potential superstar. You think you can be, but it's been real. It's been fucking real. Um, what else? Taj Gibson, yo, thank you, thank you for your service, my man. Thank you. You've brought a toughness, veteran leadership, experience to the team. Thank you, thank you for the season. Norris Noel. I don't know. Are you really going to thank every player on the team? I don't know. I don't know what happened with your contract and you getting rid of Rich and all that other shit. That's not none of my business. I don't know nothing about it. I haven't read it shit. But, bro, you've been playing like every bit of defensive 13. As there is no defensive 13. You, you get that can be. Thank you for your service, my man. Um, yeah, man. Fucking New York. Hmm? Let's go. Let's fucking go. Of purchasing New York of uh, Brooklyn Nets gear. I'll just let you I would like to let you motherfuckers know that. I was a rat you know ass. I was a rat ass here close to just saying fuck everything. I'm going to Brooklyn. It's been it's been real. But you guys came through. You validated me staying. A New York Nick. I just want to thank you. That's it. I don't, fuck it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for proving me right. Um. Also, I want to. I want to send a special shout out to the Sacramento Kings fan base because I don't understand how the Knicks get so much hate, but the Kings are able. And they to- get zero, bro. The Suns fan base franchise as a whole, I don't understand it. You guys been able to escape? Well, it's crazy. They had the the oh, second. Wait, wait, wait. I think the second and the third. Let me wash it off. Let me wash it off. Washington Wizards again. You went through a a whole fucking name change and still nothing. I don't know how you guys been able to escape. 
Orlando Magic. I don't understand it, but do your thing. And they made the finals more recently than us. That's fine, but did they win anything? What they won? I mean, getting to the finals is a pretty big deal. What did they win? They won the title, but so we celebrated mediocrity. Okay, copy. Um, okay, so I guess <laughs> mediocrity. Minnesota so, Timberwolves. I, I love I love when people do that. It's like, well, you didn't win, so you suck. It's, like, yeah, it's not. Yeah. All the way true. Minnesota Timberwolves. I don't understand what's going on, you guys. First, let me say, fuck the owner, you troglodytean bastard. You'd rather sell to A-Rod than sell to Kevin Garnett. Fuck you, and fuck the ground you stand on. Um, who else I, who else I got? Who else I got to send shots to? Uh, hmm. all these damn teams. Um, can't say nothing to Detroit, even though, yeah. Uh, Hawks, y'all eat several dicks as a city and as a franchise. Um, Memphis, the grindhouse. Y'all grinded and have nothing to show for it. Philly, guys, future is looking... Promising if Joel Embiid doesn't have a venereal disease. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, fuck everyone. Been shit on the Knicks and have been letting mediocre teams slide for a number of years. Get off our dicks. I leave the floor to you, Justin. Well, I mean, we just talk about the whole thing now. I got, I got my piece off. Um, but yeah, like I was trying to say, just like, um, I think that, like I said before, he got uh, those guys paid, and it's the simple fact that, like, now you can see. I'll talk about like the future, then talk about like, this season. Um, you can now see how this team can get built. Because they really just need – I've kind of gone back and forth with, like, you know, some, some of my friends, people online. Like, what 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 this team needs to, like, really, like, hit that threshold of, like, okay, like, this team can win a title. Because this team can't win a title now. And it's clearly a significant upgrade at – they need a, a point guard <clears> – <throat> who can not only shoot it deep from three, but can also take a lot of the playmaking responsibilities from Randall. For us, so it's how great this season has been for Randall, and as much like his passing has made up a lot of this stuff, I think we're still going to need more of like a dominant ball handler. And the reason why is because like if you watch the Knicks play, a lot of times, the reason why they get into a lot of these like offensive ruts, I mean, they almost fucking lost to Boston's G League team. Um, it's because they get into – we're basically running point guard with one guy who isn't really a point guard in Alec Burks and another guy in Derrick Rose who's past his prime. So, like, we're essentially, like, manufacturing the point guard position at this point, 
We don't actually have anyone out there who's like at that skill set level. So in the off season, I do wonder what their plan is. And has this, is it, is it now, are they now already in a position to get the guy that they would need to go for a title? You know, I don't know. Because if you're a skeptic, you can easily look at this season. I'm not going to say it's a fluke, but you can easily say, okay, like, is this stuff repeatable? Like, you're not going to sneak up on anybody. Even though I don't really believe in the sneaking up thing. Like, they played well most of the year. So, like, it's not like, oh, this is not going to be real. But you can make the argument that Randall, RJ, um, Burks, Bullock, uh, well, really those four. Had career years shooting from three. All those Alex guys shot I'm gonna finish. Hold on a sec. They they shot forty percent from three. Is that stuff sustainable? If especially if all those guys are back, Burks and Bullock may not come back. If you then take those, if you think, all right, there's gonna be some regression in all four, which may or may not be possible. How do you make up that difference? And who's that guy that you get that's gonna that's going to essentially now usurp that drop-off in percentages. You know, if let's say we bring all four of those guys back. And that to me is going to be the fascinating question this season. And obviously we can talk about the Hawks right after this. Um, but to me, that's going to be the the question of like, like what a, who is the guy they're going to try and get? And does it make sense to get like a stopgap guy? You know, maybe like give Lowry maybe one year big money, or do they wait and they know that such and such wants out? You know, I'm not gonna name any names, but like such and such who's a star player is like I I I'm dipping. Send me to New York. You know, we'll we'll have to see that. But yeah, you go ahead. Well, like all right, so Alex Burks is a uh, free agent, I believe. Well, New Orleans Noel as well, right? Reggie. Yeah. So Burks Noel, Burks Noel. Uh, Rose, well, let me say it like this. Rose and Bullock. The only guys who are under contract for next season are um, Kevin Knox, R.J. Barrett, Mitchell Robinson. Um, is that it? Yeah, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, Randall has a team option. Yeah, yeah Randall has a team option that they're going to pick up. They're already talking about contract extension. Um, they're going to bring back Taj. But Taj is going to cost him like a million bucks. That doesn't even really count. And they're probably going to bring back uh, Rose. So if you're talking like who's who, I think me personally, I don't know how you, you can tell me how you feel. I don't think they bring back Nerla. I think that. No, 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 Name me three centers that's better than Norman's on the defensive end. Well, I can name you one, and he's on their team. No, 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 no. Yeah, all right. He's on their team. Name no, 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 no. I'm not talking about Norman's. I'm talking about Mitch. No, no. But you said Norman, so you said they need no, to no, no, no. You said name you three centers who are better than him on defense. And I'm like, I don't have to name you three. I can name you one, and he's on the team. Mitch. But Mitch okay. is better than him. Oh, that, but that's not the but that's not my point. 
You know what I'm saying? Why would you give? Why would you let Nolans walk? Well, the reason why is because I don't think you should necessarily have to allocate that cap space to him. Like someone's going to. I was thinking about this like before we got on. Like if someone's willing to overpay, then fuck it. Then do well. So like, so for me, to me personally. I don't think the centers are now slightly falling into the running back zone. I know you don't like fuck football as much, but it's like they're a dime a dozen at this point now. You can find a running back in free agency, off the street, undrafted, eighth pick, eighth overall, 250th overall. You can find dudes that can just do that. I'm not saying like it's to that level of like I can find anyone to be a center. But let me give rebuttal though let me rebuttal that though you saying that uh you could find a center that's all that could come off the factory mill and just you can but, find centers yes i'm saying i'm but I'm here's the thing. That, though i'm saying you got to look at the centers that's out there though yes but my but here's the thing though wait, wait, saying... let me finish rebuttal let me finish about you have Giannis. you have not really a center but that's seven plays with Brooke lopez that's seven Okay, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Embiid, Jokic, Towns. Yes, I know, but that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like there's a clear class of like the top end, like like uh, like the guys you just named off, right? But everyone else, like literally, literally everyone else outside of like those guys, they kind of play the same. And so for me, all right, but you would need some. Oh, wait, hold, hold on. I'm like, I gotta finish the point, and then you can rebut. Like, yeah. I can finish what I'm saying. Yeah. So my thing is, is that it's fine that if you want to have like, like, yes, those guys are outliers. I'm not saying those guys don't deserve their money. My point is that you don't need to allocate. Shit, I can see someone giving Nerlens thirty million next year for two for three years or thirty two. Charlotte, they need a center. They're bad, and they're gonna have money. I can see them giving them giving him money. Um, no, I guess Chicago wouldn't be another team. Like, there's I, I was thinking about this. Charlotte was the number one team that I thought of, of being of a place where Nerlens can go. I don't think it's gonna be a bad contract. But my thing is, is like, it's a multitude of reasons why I wouldn't bring him back, and it's not because it's bad. I'm I'm more saying. I rather have Mitch because one, Mitch is better. He's he's just a better player. Two, he's younger. And the the third thing is that if you give him that contract, let's say it's three for thirty mm-hmm. to Mitch, and let's say halfway through the season, Portland's like, "Hey, Dame wants to come to New York." Okay, bet I can throw Mitch in any deal I need to do. And another kind of reason that's not like the same is like you don't need to have. They already signed. They already signed uh, Nor- Norvell Pell. They already ha- they're going to bring Taj back. Why do you need four centers? I understand. Mitch, and again, if you want to give me Mitch, Mitch got hurt this year, and that's your your you're not necessarily like super like confident of, his, of the way his foot's going to heal and that's going to hold up. That's fine. Like I'm also concerned about that, but. Hey, wait, so let me let me butt in right there. Let me get me get it right there because you said something I was about to say anyway. So, all right, does paying Norman's thirty for three really puts a cap hit on? But uh, yeah, makes that much of a cap hit, and I don't think so. Yeah, bro. it does. Because it's money you don't 
because the thing is, is like, you're now paying Nerlens. It's all right. So let me say it like this: you should you should pay one or the other. Thirty for ten. It's ten mil. Ten million dollars per year. But that, but again, bro, you have to understand. Like, if you're trying to trade, like let let, let let's say <laughs> let's say it's Steph or Steph. Let's say right. let's say it's Dame. They makes forty million dollars. Okay, the Knicks are gonna have fifty-two if they just if, if, they, if they literally just pick up the team option in um in uh in salary. So let's just say it's fifty-two million dollars. He makes forty. So like you also need to build out the team, and that's no, and that's not with with Nerlens, that's not with Burks, that's not with Bullock, that's not with Rose, that's not with Taj, that's not with any of those guys. You need to bring back some of those guys, and these guys like all have made it everyone's watching these guys play so you don't think someone's gonna give the bag to to reggie bullock or someone's gonna give the bag to to uh alec burks they're gonna get these guys are gonna get paid they're gonna get so that 10 million wise it's like you think like in the grand scheme of things like and the cap wise is not that much money but what i'm saying is though if you lose out right if you lose Bullock and you lose Burks. But why are you losing these guys? Because they like you just said they're going to get the bag. But you just again, said you can like, match. So what? 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 Like this idea of losing them is is relative because it's like, okay, if you're losing them, it's by choice because you can afford them. And you can't afford, and you can't afford Nerlens. I'm not saying you can't afford afford Nerlens. What I'm making the point is like I'm not trying to allocate my cap. Like, I'm not trying to pay both guys, is what I'm saying. All right, so let me get this. If you want to pick Nerlens over Mitch, I disagree with that, but that's fine. Nobody's picking that over Mitch, but I'm what I'm one. I'm, all right, I'm so saying you don't pay both. This is what I'm trying. So, all right. Who do you – so you're not – so you're prioritizing Bullock and or Burks over Nerlens. Not necessarily. I'm prioritizing – I'm picking Mitch, I'm picking Mitch over Nerlens because here's the thing. If you pay Nerlens now, right, uh-huh. then you're not paying Mitch. And so it's like, all right, you have to trade him. So it's like, all right, and look, if that's your your roundabout way of like, okay, like we, we're going to pay Nerlens because we know we have a deal to trade Mitch to Portland to get Dane. Not, I'm not saying that's like the whole deal, but he's part of that deal. Then, okay, that's fine. That's proper cap allocation. My point is like, why am I going to then pay Nerlens, keep Mitch, and then it's like, okay, because if I'm Mitch and his agency, I'm like, why am I here? Like, I was a starting center. I was doing all this stuff. You now paid this guy. Like, I want to get traded. Now you have a – now you know what you have? You have the Terry Rozier situation in Boston where Terry Rozier was like, look, like, I did all this work. I helped you get to the East Conference Finals, but now I'm back to being on the bench and I barely play. It's like, what the fuck? Why am I doing – and, I, again, I have never been paid before. That's, a, that's another key thing. Neither of these guys have really gotten the bag. So I'm personally going to say, like, look, like, here's the contract for Mitch and for and for Nerlens. Whichever one takes it first, that's my center. And either Nerlens walks or I trade Mitch. But I'm not, I'm not paying both guys. I don't think – I don't – you see, that, to me, is I don't really think that's a good gamble because you have to go around, like, who – you got to look around, and in that Eastern Conference again, you have Bam, Sabonis, Embiid, fucking 
who else? I mean, shit. At to a certain extent, KD. Like, you got to see who. Yes, gonna... but those are one. Those are one. Each you're talking about teams that have one of those guys. It's not like, and you're not. You're never going to play Nerlens and Mitch to, at the same time. So, but it's then like, again, you know, Mitch is going to be ready. You don't know if any one of those dudes is going to be able to play the whole damn season. Like, man, how many? Of course, how many... you don't know. Fucking Nerlens can break his leg in the playoffs. You don't know. Like, I'm, but again. Yeah. Mitch uh, lost this season, though. That's and my point is if you're like, I don't trust Mitch's health, I disagree with that. But if you're like, I don't trust Mitch's health, then it's like, all right, then trade him, pay Nerlens and trade Mitch. I'm fine with them doing that. I'm just saying it doesn't make sense to bring both of them back because you're gonna have to pay one or pay both to have both of them back. And then it's like, why, why are you giving? I don't know, $60 million, let's say. Let's say you give them both the same contract to your center position where you can just do it for one. And again, Todd has been really good, and Todd is going to cost them a million dollars next year. So I honestly, I'd rather either go Mitch. I personally would go Mitch Nerlens and have Pell as like the emergency pull if shit gets fucked up center as like my, my personal team. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad if anyone was like, we want Nerlens – we want Nerlens instead of Mitch. I think you're wrong. I think Mitch is a much better offensive player. But of course, I, no, no, he is a much better offensive player. But I'm saying it's not by a fucking two miles. It's by a lot, a lot. He's a he is a significantly much because the he can one he can catch. That's the number. You know how many times Nerlens has fucked up a lob or. They threw a pass to like him, like underneath the bass, and he fumbled it. Like Mitch doesn't do that shit. Mitch catches those, and he's like a and again a significantly better rebounder, significantly better rebounder, and he plays the the ice defense better than Nerlens. Like he's just a, he's a better player. But if you're like, look, the drop off isn't like it's we're going from. I don't know. Mitch is the. 27th best center. No, maybe not that low. Mitch is the 22nd best center in the league, and we're going from 22nd to 25. That's fine. I'm not – and, again, like, the money comes down to it. I And you're thinking – and, again, if you're like, look, we can pay Nerlens, trade Mitch, we can get more back, and it works out. As And we, we, and this, we essentially, like, make – make good on the asset that is Mitch and Nerlens as opposed to just letting Nerlens walk, then I can I can see you I can see people making that argument. I I rather have the better player. And I think it's it's not I, I think if Mitch stayed healthy this year, he would have made second team all defense. He was he was he was playing that well. Like he was the the blocks aren't there. I know a lot of people want to talk about that, but his his defense was was up there. Like, all right. and it just sucks he got hurt. All right, cool. So, looking forward to playoff matchups. All right. So, in the East, we have the Celtics are looking like they're going to be playing the, against the Wizards for the seventh spot. And then we have the loser of that matchup will then have to either face the Pacers or Hornets. Who do you think ends up out of those four teams? Who do you think ends up seven and eight in the East? Uh, 
So I think I think the Wizards are going to be seventh. Okay. Just because. They're on the roll. What's up? They're on the fucking roll. Let's just put oh, it yeah, up. it's not even just on the roll. I think I think I think Boston is cooked. I I don't I don't see this like. I just I don't see this like renaissance like fear. I remember a lot of people were talking about like oh like you know fear this all. I they've been bad all year, all year they've been bad. So I have the Wizards beating them, and then I have because it's funny because the both the Pacers and the Celtics have had shit seasons. I think so. Let me ask a question. I think I think the I think the Pacers beat the Hornets. Because I don't know, have you have you paid attention to Sabonis? Sabonis been cooking. This yeah, he was cooking this season. Cooking it. Um, and the Hornets and, are like the. Wait, 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 wait. Can Indiana match the guard play of Charlotte? Yeah, because because the Hornets can't guard the three. They're the worst three point defense in the league. And Indiana's been putting up like one twenty. Again, I don't think anyone's been paying attention to them since like the whole. Their coach thing happened, but they've been they've been putting up buckets, yeah. So like, uh, I think I think the Pacers beat them pretty easily. Like I don't I I think this is of the two games. I think this is the worst of the two games. I think I think the Pacers win. I'm not going away, but I think the Pacers win like ten or twelve points. Um, I think the Hornets pull it out. I think uh, at the end we're going to see seventh. Seventh is going to be the Wizards, and eighth. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that it's going to be the Hornets. Um, the Celtics just don't. They're they're lost, bro. Like they have no. Yeah, I I, I just think it's like it's it's a wrap, yo. Your season's on the line. Do they have that fight in them to beat? I think it's going to be the Pacers, but do, do you have that fight? Because, oh, man, you want to talk about you want to talk about a way to close out a season? Use back-to-back home games in the, in the play-in, and you lose and you fall into the lottery? That might not be a bad thing, though. People get fired after that. I mean, it's... Brad Stevens should definitely... It's, too, it's like, what, do you, what would you rather? Would you rather... You know, lose two games at home in the playing, or would you rather get smoked by Philly? You know, is that a real question, or are you just like? No, I, a- I, I, I don't know. I'm. I guess it's more of a hypothetical. Or a uh, I don't know yeah. what's what's. I mean, yo, I don't know if I'll, I like that fit. Like their their season's so shitty. I think they're probably wishing it just ends. Yeah, like but, you're, not, you're not you're not getting out the first round no matter who the fuck you face. So you might as well just. Ed- if it's gonna happen, then fuck it. Like, get like do your best to like get the first pick in the draft. Fuck it. Um, I mean, they're not getting the first pick in the draft, but why not? They'll have they'll have the best record of. Well, I guess technically, if either we're, we're recording this before the Lakers play, the Lakers in Portland play, but unless I think it would have to be if Memphis doesn't. If Memphis doesn't get in, sorry, Memphis, yeah, one of uh, Memphis, if the Lakers are in the play-in, or uh, the Warriors, they'll be the only 
they'll be the only two teams that will have a better record than uh than uh the Celtics. So they'll be like the I don't know, eleventh place, twelfth place, something like that. But mm. look, it's just it's been disappointing. But I, I, I right now I'll say I'll say Wizards Celtics. Bye. Brad Stevens, bye fucking bye. Bye bye. I mean, he's not getting yeah. fired. So Danny is getting fired? Because somebody gotta go. You're right. So, I think so. I think I think they're gonna pick the I think they're gonna they're gonna trade some of the players. And then so Danny Age is staying. I mean, I listen to a I listen to a lot of Boston radio, but I listen to some Boston stuff and the what I'm hearing, what they're saying is that you know people are gonna stay. I think they're gonna trade the play I think they're gonna trade Marcus Smart. I don't think I don't think I think they I think what they thinking is, and this is their perspective, not mine. I think what they're gonna rationalize it as this is a weird year. COVID hit us hard. Mm. Uh, we at one point were the fourth seed in the East. We were able to beat some good teams. We've been essentially we've made the conference finals three times in the last five years. We just need to do one or two more things to get back. That's that's what they're arguing. What our argument is going to be like, they missed their window. They don't have any assets. Locker room. Yeah, they don't have any assets. The two guys that maybe they should trade one of them, they're not going to do that. They can't trade Kemba. Um, They have no cap space. And like I said, they don't have any young players that are like kind of interesting. Like, no one, is someone going to give you something for Peyton Pritchard? Aaron Neesmith? Like, what are you getting from those guys? You know, it's just, you're not getting anything. So I just, I think, I think that they will trade smart to someone. Someone will take them on. I think they'll run it back next year. Who do you think wins the East? Let's just get that. Oh, no, let's do every series. All right, let's do the series. Not right now. Let's do every series when the playoff comes. The playoffs are here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I mean. Let's just do them quick. We'll run through them quick. We'll run through them quick. Everything's not locked in yet. Huh? The East is all locked in. East is all locked in? Yeah. As a, no, I'm talking about the play-in. But the play-in but the play-in yeah, the play is, the play is done. Yeah. The, oh, the, what I'm saying is that you don't know who's seventh and who's eighth right now. Uh, so let's it, play, it doesn't play. matter. So, so the Wizards are gonna give Brooklyn a run. It's done. Like we already know, whoever Philly and Brooklyn are gonna smoke whoever they play. That's what I'm saying, though. But we don't. All right, we don't. I don't think. All right, fuck it. Then let's do it. Uh, just do it quick. It don't gotta be long. Just do them quick. Let's do it as is right now. Let's do things as is. Sure. So. We, Philly was it who who you got quick? No, I got Philly in five. I'm about to say six, five. All right, Nets, Nets, Celtics, sweep Celtics. Oh, ooh, sorry, other way around. Nets, Bucks, Heat. I got Heat. Bucks in. I got the Heat in six. Bucks in six. Okay. Bucks in Uh, six. Knicks, Hawks. Uh man, I've went back and forth a lot on this. I'm a I'm gonna stick to what I'm gonna say Nixon seven. I got Nixon seven. Um all right. Nixon seven. So then 
they got to keep Capella off the glass. And Randall's passing is going to be key. You can't turn the ball over. And they can't foul it. So, 76ers, you said you had the Heat, right? No, 76ers. It'll be 76ers Knicks. No, 76ers Knicks. Who you got? Uh, 76ers and five. Nets, Bucks. Uh, Bucks and six. I got, I have Nets and six. That's even if the Bucks even make it past the Heat, which I doubt they do. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. So you have the Heat and six. I mean, you have the Nets and six against the Heat? Yeah. Okay. Um, I got, I have the Nets and six against Philly. Because yeah. the key, the key to beating Philly is even before like the last game that they had versus the Heat, I was about damn I want out and I wish I would have said this early because now it's gonna sound like I'm playing Monday morning quarterback and I'm talking in like hindsight. But I always felt that like with the Sixers, what you have to do is you have to punk them. You have to bully them. You have you to get off. Yes, there's one the Nets are to do that? I I the Nets the the Nets bro the Nets are gonna punk a team. Yeah, that team is soft. Yeah, nah, that team is they soft, don't... man. Wait, wait, wait. All right, tell me why you think they're soft, and I'll tell you why they're not soft. Go ahead. Look at their players. <laughs> That's why they're soft. Niggas know not to test Kevin Durant. All right. When we talk like, about soft, all right, I feel like we should we should explain soft. I gave you your. I gave you your. I gave you your window. I, I was about you to window. finish. Oh, now you about to. <laughs> I gave you your window. Why are they soft? And I'm about to. And like, oh. I'm about to explain why I think they're soft. No, now you're about to. I said you said, oh, look at their players. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was. I wasn't done. Like their players. Like uh, now. Then now you, now all right. I was saying this. Can we have a back and forth, or can I like? I you can say something. I can rebuttal. No, get your shit off. Get your shit off. I'm about to get my shit. Get your shit off. Yeah. Okay. It's like my point is just like. I think they're soft, and it's not the fact that it's like this isn't some like oh they're about to run up on KD and fucking no one's fighting on the court, but like look at their rebounding. The rebounding's terrible. Look at their defense. Their defense stinks. They don't. They're mm-hmm. not a physical team. They're like a finesse team, mm-hmm. and so like I don't think that's the team that's gonna be able to like talk. I don't know. They're gonna talk shit to who Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is not someone that gets pumped. like I've yet to see him be pumped. You know, I've seen Carl Towns be punked. I've mm-hmm. yet to see him get like embarrassed on the court or something mm-hmm. like that. The last thing I think that that's the Sixers are soft. You might say they can't score for a lick, and that's that's another thing. But soft. Mm-hmm. I don't think any team who plays the level of defense that they play is soft. Okay, are you done? That's that was that. you can tell me why you think they're soft. All right. So, like I was about to say. So what I think is that let me break it down like this. Okay. So the toughest player that they have on the 76ers would be Dwight Howard. And that's because of What? The- it's Embiid. No, no, no. Can I can I get my shit off? You think okay. Can I get my shit off? All right. So the toughest player that they per- that they are perceived to have is Dwight Howard because of Dwight Howard's antics on the court. He wants to get under players' skin, but it's blatantly obvious. Um, the only thing you really have to do is just, you know, let Dwight do let Dwight be Dwight. If Dwight wants to push you around, let him because he's going to get caught, he's going to get attacked. Secondly, Embiid is not soft, 
but he is able to be intimidated. You can intimidate and beat, and that's crazy. You can how? Okay. Who intimidated him? Case in point. Case in point. Trevor Ariza. No, Trevor Ariza. No, he fell onto Trevor Ariza's ankle, right? And Trevor Ariza cursed him out from the bench. When they went to halftime, when they went, let me finish. When they went to halftime, and Bead and Ariza, right, right as they was going to commercial break, was in the middle of the court talking things over, and by the body language and the facial expressions, you could tell MB was copying the fucking plea. He was copying oh, you the... You're making wild assumptions that he's getting pumped. Even Charles, even Barkley was like, yo, why are you explaining what happened to him? What happened happened already. Why are you explaining yourself? So that's what no, I think... It- I don't understand how a bench player talking like a starter is somehow pumped MB. I think they got their asses kicked. In Miami, because, and, and wait, wait, and, and B, that was the reason why. But again, who, who are these? Who are these gangsters on and, Brooklyn that are going to be doing this? And Bead had to explain himself. You know what I'm saying? Why are you explaining yourself to a, a bench player? Like you say, why are you explaining yourself to him? What does that why, have to do with like, Brooklyn? Why are you looking away? Why are you looking like you're talking to him and you're copping? Please, why? Why are you doing that to a bench player? But what does that have to do with Brooklyn? Now, 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 when I, when it comes to Brooklyn, people know not to get into it with KD. You had Giannis after a fucking bro. What, what are you talking about? What do you can mean? I, so KD's the tough guy now. Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm not. Well, let me finish. I'm not saying that they are tough, but what I'm saying is that they're not niggas that you can just start to intimidate because they will drop fifty on your fucking head top. Giannis. Nigga, you think that so you're telling me the reason why that the Nets are gonna be Philly is because they're gonna talk shit to him and he will not be able to put up came out and said on the on on Joel a shouting match with KD because that is exactly how you will lose. We even cares they can't guard him go back to 2019, even the Clippers in a press conference said, yo, we did it. That's that's Kevin Durant. Players around the league know who the fuck KD is. Again, you don't understand. Those are bench players. Those are not superstars. So Giannis is a superstar. Giannis knew who the fuck KD was. And he dropped 40 on his head three times. And you beat him cannot, twice. You so, cannot, so congrats. You lost both times. You so cannot, please let me know the it, you can't it, talk to KB and then he got his head bashed in right? both times. Exactly. And he was really humble about it. Really humble he about was, it. So what? I'll beat you four times. I'm not fucking about being humble. Did you win or lose? And this is not and this is not Giannis. This is MB now. I'm talking about MB. Oh, anybody okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna let, I swear I will let you go. I just need you to ask you a simple question. You haven't been letting you go the whole time. You've been trying to talk a better offensive player, Embiid or Giannis? Giannis. You think Giannis is a better Do you understand that Giannis average this man's numbers? I know you did not just say that. 
50 on Embiid. Okay. Do you know that? Embiid. Do you know that he averaged 50 points on Embiid one time? No. In the 2019 I, I did not. I did not. I did not ask you. You know I did that. not ask you one versus one. What does that matter? I asked you who is a better offensive player. That's all I asked you. But that doesn't. That is not talking. No, to no, 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 no. That oh, no, no. We can talk. No. I got. Listen, listen. I got the Bucks in the East Conference. You can't. What I said that. What I said that is that Philly cannot intimidate. They are. They are to be intimidated. And you telling me that I don't understand how that has anything to do with with your ability to drop forty on the Nets. They this intimidating thing is cool, but they said Giannis was really humble and he dropped forty on him three times. They are easily three times. He averaged forty points. And Giannis caught please after that. He caught please after he beat them. And and B, he said, "Yo, he popped a plea after he beat the team twice." Yes, yes. So watch right, the interview. So, think, so now you're gonna spin that to them, them to them beating no, no. them now. Watch the interview. He said, "Yo, you cannot get into it with KD because this is how you will lose." And they lost. No, no. They he said lost. You cannot get into it with That's KD. That's fantastic. They lost. That's what Giannis said. Both times. So, That's time that Giannis said that. But the better no, offensive no, player that and beat this season. No one on Philly team. 28 and a half points, 10 rebounds, got 86% from the free throw line, 54% from the floor, and mm-hmm. shot 37% from three. Congratulations, because that still doesn't. Are, are you serious? So that doesn't so, so The Nets are going to guard that. The Nets are stopping that. Well, if you let me finish, the Nets because the, the they're going to intimidate him. So the Nets are stopping wait, wait, wait. that. After this Giannis is what, a better offensive player than that. Right. This is the thing with you, right? I let you talk, right? I let you talk, but I can never ever get and finish my point. I can. You never. say things like Giannis is a better offensive player. That's stupid. That's just point. dumb. Giannis at points. All right, go to stats head to head and see what Giannis and uh and Giannis is worse in every no, stat. No, 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 no. You're looking up stats. Go stat head to head and see how much Giannis versus Drew, um. Oh my God. We're talking about the Nets, but that's not my both of these teams. So what does it matter if Giannis' stats are better than Embiid's stats? If you don't think they're going to play each other, I'm not talking about. You the just you came you came in here and said you can intimidate Giannis. I mean Embiid, and I yes. thought that sounds dumb. And then you try to spin it to be like, well, Giannis was humble when he beat KD, and I go, Giannis no, 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 beat him no, 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 no. and dropped no, no, no. forty all three games. No no no, 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 no. If you let me talk, if you let me finish, right, I was game on how to beat. I actually how to beat this, uh, the the seventy ers Sure, let's let's hear this. First and intimidation, I, so. and I use Giannis right. As an example of players in the league knowing not to test KD, because you said that who on Brooklyn was a tough was a tough was considered tough. Being, and being, being way, intimidated and being an intimidator aren't the same thing. Can I talk? Can I talk? Because you talk like I let you rock, but you can never let me rock. Go ahead, man. You wanted to know, right? 
who on Brooklyn is a tough guy? And I said, no, it's not really about for with Brooklyn. It's not really about being tough. It's about having that respect of being an absolute killer. Niggas in the league respect KD as being an absolute killer. So all the shit that Joel Embiid does against other players and how he taunts other players, he's not going to do that against a player like KD. That's that's what I'm trying to say. He's not going to do that against a player like James Harden or Kyrie Irving. Now, when I say that the 76ers are easily intimidated, they can be easily manipulated and intimidated, they let a bench player, as you said, a bench player punk the whole team. You understand what I'm saying? With Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard is, there, is perceived as their enforcer because of his antics on the court. You let Dwight, again, this, I'm repeating myself. You let Dwight do whatever the hell he feels like because him and his antics are always so damn, I want to say, so damn blatant that he's going to rack up text. He's out of here. Now, as far as guarding Joel Embiid, nah, let Joel do whatever the fuck. You guard Joel. I'm sorry, not Joel. Joel. You guard Joel as honest as you can. If he drops 40 on your head top, then fine. He drops 40 on your head top. But all the rest of the players, all the rest, and I'm talking about Tobias Harris. I'm talking about Seth. I'm talking about, um, I'm, uh, um, what's my man's name? Uh, damn, what's his name? Uh, Daniel, Danny Green. They... Are going to be on fucking you make you better make sure that they are on lockdown at every step of the fucking way because I can only go by what they have done in the playoffs and seeing that their resume in the playoffs, especially last season, Danny Green shot 22% of the finals as a three point specialist. Yeah, what did he shoot all those other series though? You shot 20, no better than 36. No better than 36. Against the fifth best defense in the league. No he better shot than 22% from three. No better than 36. You're right. But that was the fifth best defense in basketball. He just shot 22. He shot 22%. Against the fifth best defense in basketball. I wonder shot. what's going to happen when he faces the worst defense in basketball and he, he gets wide open threes. I don't think he's going to miss a bunch of threes when he's shooting against air. Okay. So now let's, let's talk about the Nets defense. Okay. The Nets. Defense, the perimeter defense, they lock, they close out. They lock niggas up. Tell me that. Tell me that. Not, say it. Say it. They I swear to God, out. say it. Say it. They lock cl- niggas up. They close they out. They, they close, they close out. out. That's nice. That's nice. From, so were they closing out when Giannis had had forty nine points? They close out on the perimeter where they get. Oh, so when so when they, when they got when they got layups when they gave up uh, layups to Giannis not, and and, and Fox. You've been talking for 10 minutes. Okay. It's got to so be back and forth, dog. So I need to know. Your when question they gave up layups mm-hmm. to Giannis and the Bucks the last mm-hmm. time they played consecutively. Mm-hmm. That was good defense. What you just said, you said that they gave up layups. And what I said was that they closed out on the three. That's you cool. But when layup. they – you know the Bucks dropped like 120 on them, right? So what what defense are you talking about? 
Well, well, if you let me, if, if you let me finish, I'm trying to figure out the whole finishing part because it's always like yeah, they close out. Cool. Yeah, they still break the shots. Oh, they close out. They give a layup. No, no, no. Because oh, now they can play, play defense, but y'all just get forty. What I'm talking about is that oh, I'm talking. I I can't wait. I'm, I'm honestly this is the last part. I'm talking. I can't wait for the playoffs because when they get busted in the head. In the playoffs, and all of y'all were telling me that they got to win the title. I just want y'all to know this 2K stuff don't work. Okay? The thing that Tobias Harris, Danny Green, and Seth Curry and Seth Curry do well is that they could they are spot up shooting because they spot up shoot. Danny Green is a specialist. Seth Curry is a specialist. Now you brought up the fact that. The Bucks were getting easy layups on them. That's not the same game that the 76ers can play on them. The 76ers are more predicated on shooting. The you know they got to beat the Bucks to get there, right? From shooting the three. I'm, oh, my God. But I'm talking about. They got to beat the Bucks to get there. Bro, I just, I'm, I'm talking about, like, we already passed that. I, and I said in my preview, because you asked me, who was going to who was going to who was going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals? And I already said that it's going to be the Nets versus the versus the um, 76ers. Now, please don't try to backtrack and talk about the Bucks. I'm talking about the the 76ers and faults. That's what I was talking you about. You brought up Giannis, but you're you brought up Giannis. Me questions about everything else, and I'm telling you how to beat if you keep. You inter- brought up Giannis, not me. Yes, and I brought up Giannis. What I brought up when I brought up Giannis, I brought him up as an example, right? As an example of players in the league that show the utmost respect to KD, no matter what. That's why I brought up Giannis. Now, can I finish what I was trying to say? Okay, so the Nets, what the Nets, Nets do good, right? What they do good at. What they're really, really good at is closing out on the three-point shooters. What they're bad at is actually playing help defense and actually staying, actually playing defense on back cuts and back screens. That's not necessary. That's not Philly's game. You understand what I'm saying? So the key for the Nets in beating Philly is that, again, like what I want to say is that, again, you let Joel Embiid, you guard him as honestly as you can. Everyone else, you sh- you could that they're easily they they are able to be shut down because Seth is a three point specialist. Danny Green is a three point specialist. Tobias Harris is a slasher, but he goes cold and he disappears. What's my man name? Uh, my man is um. Now, Ben Simmons, you already know what you're going to get with Ben Simmons. That's fine. Now, if now again, again, the Nets are a great closeout of the three. They could, they are able, to, right? Because you're betray- dog. Can I get my shit out? I'm not talking. I'm just, it's just. I just can't wait for this not to happen. 
You talk about closeouts. Closeouts. <laughs> yeah, they're a great. I'm breaking down the game. I'm breaking down how they how they play deep. Now, they're a great closeout team. On offense, they're not stopping KD. They're not stopping the Kawhi. Yo, wait, wait, before you continue, you literally said, I'm breaking down the game. I'm talking about the defense. They do, they do good on closeouts. And then talk about the offense. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to win this title, man. Oh, man. I, I, I'm so serious. I cannot wait for this to start. Oh, man. Where they do bad at. I'm what telling are you, you bad at? They are awful on defense. It's not. This is not a discussion. They are bad. But I'm telling you where on what specific points on defense they are actually good at. They're not they're, good anywhere. They're bad at guarding the three. They're bad at rebounding. They're bad in the paint. They're bad in transition. They're not good at any aspect of defense. None of it. Okay? So, like, this idea that they close out well, that's fine. If the ball goes in the hole, then your closeout doesn't fucking matter. They can defend the three. They're what? They can defend the three. What's their shoot? What, how many? What's what's the opponent's shooting percentage from three? I I guarantee it's not over twenty. What? I guarantee yeah. it's not over. They have the. They're probably twenty. You know what? Fuck it. I'll look this up. Yeah, please look it up. Please, I'm, I'm looking shit up. All right, so these are these are three point percentages allowed. Brooklyn is fourteenth. Fourteenth. You know who's behind them? Bad teams: OKC, Memphis, Indiana, Charlotte, Washington, Orlando, uh, uh, Portland, Boston, San Antonio. There are, I guess, if we're counting the play-in game, there are one. There might be one, two. Three, four. There's definitely one in Portland, but you have a bunch of play-in teams. Everyone them, everyone above them, are actual like top six seeds. The Knicks, Utah, Atlanta, Lakers, Phoenix, Clippers, Chicago is there. Golden State, Philly, Detroit's bad. Denver, Dallas, Miami. Okay, so like, so 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 so. You want me to defensive rating? Look that up too. What's their exact number? The exact, the exact number or their uh, exact? No, the uh, exact stat that you just pulled. Huh? The stat that you just pulled. Three-point percentage defense? Yes. Yeah, what is their exact the exact place or the exact number? The exact percentage. Uh, it's 36.6. 36.6. What is Philly's exact percentage? Uh, I think it was 35. I, I, I exited out of it. No, no, no. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Relax. Exact? I'll bring it back, bro. Relax. I said I'll just bring it back. Also. Why did you leave? Because that I didn't know you actually want to talk about it. Sure, we can talk about that too. I can, look, I'm on the defense, I'm on the website right now. So, um, da, 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 da. they're also 22nd in defensive rating. I'll get, oh I'll, get back to that. I'll get that. I'll get that. Uh, okay. yeah. I'll get back to that quickly. I will. I'm not telling you I won't. You said they're they're 14th. Brooklyn is 29th in opponent's second chance points. 
you said that they were you said that they were 14th, right? Against the Garden of the Three at 36%. 36.6, something like that. 36.6. Okay, so that's rounded off. That's 37. I would like to know what is Philly's percentage against Gardner. Philly was fifth. But I'll look at I'll go back to it. Jumped, wait, the, so you want to see – no, the thing that will make the most sense is what's Philly's percentage of shooting the three, not Philly's defense. Uh, no, no, no. You just looked at the defense against shooting the three for, for – Well, the what does – okay. But, okay. oh, this, but this thing. hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you talked like saying. 20 minutes, dog. I was just like in and out of your conversation. That doesn't make any sense because oh, we already God. know Brooklyn is a good three-point shooting team. That doesn't matter. No way. I, I don't make things up like they close out well. They're wait, a three-point wait, shooting team. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking wait, about wait. defense. So I just would like to know what is Philly's percentage against Okay, Philly? my G. I'm not saying that. What I'm letting you know, I'm not saying I'm not going to look it up. I'm getting it right up. This, All this, I, I said. I just need the number. You already said that Brooklyn was a great, uh, was great at shooting on three. I just yes, need the number. But that's not the point. I just need Philly's percentage of okay. three. Philly is ninth at 36%. 30. So we have. <laughs> stats are bullshit. You understand? Stats are bullshit. Okay. Stats, so stats are bullshit. You understand stats what I'm saying? Because teams that are dead locked. They're not dead locked, bro. The fucking you know three. the difference between one tenth of percentage over 72 games? Do you know how many threes are taken in a game? Gosh, oh my fucking gosh. Exactly. And it, thing. This is what y'all do. You don't understand the stat, so you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh, was my gosh. was a was the playing tournament success? Hold on, I love how you change the subject. I'm not changing the subject about this defense. The fact is that any time that I bring up a point, it's like, well, this team is is significantly better at one than the other team. It's like, oh well, it's just one percent. Yes, one percent's a big fucking difference. They take forty threes a game now. Okay, so yes, that one percent, the number one, the number one team. Is the Knicks at thirty three point eight? The number, the thirtieth team is thirty nine point one. Okay, that's six percent. That's not a big number. But okay? you did. I just said that they. What I wanted to say was that they are great at closing out. That's okay. To, that's clearly not true. Horrible, a horrible that's clearly not true. They're clearly you, not great at closing out. You were saying that you were saying that they were. How about you? You're, were we not going to acknowledge the fact that that's not true? You were saying that they are a horrible team. They're a horrible defensive team, yes. And what I wanted to do was pick out of what they good, what they do good on defense versus what they're they're um, not good at that. So fourteenth is good out of thirty teams. I actually watched the games and I can tell you where they're bad at. But then I know you don't watch the games because I know for a fact. First of all, I know for a fact you don't watch the games if you think Giannis is a better offensive player than Embiid. You bring up the, re- the reason why I think that Giannis is a better defensive player. Than I never Embiid. said defensive. No, the reason why I, I, I believe, even though Embiid might shoot better from three, and he might take better, he shoots he better a, all around than him. Oh, he shoots better all around. Great. The reason why I believe that Giannis is a better offensive player than he is is because Giannis knows his assignments. He knows that he has to destroy people. He knows that a big thing about basketball. You don't watch the games, bro. You don't watch no, the games. no, bro. Can I you finish? 
can I finish? You can finish. You don't watch the game. Can I finish? Can I finish? Giannis, you don't have to tell Giannis that, yo, Giannis, I need you to drop 30 and 10. With Embiid, he actually takes breaks between the game. Giannis goes full speed. The what entire- does that have to do with being a better offensive player? That might be more motivated. Better because Giannis has that killer instinct in him that says, yo, I have to dominate. I cannot take breaks off. I cannot slack off. And B will slack off in periods of the fucking game, long periods of the fucking game. How does that have anything to do with offensive repertoire? Because when he slacks off, his team suffers. You understand what I'm saying? What does Most- that have to do with offense, being a better offensive player? You're talking about team stuff. What does that have to do with being a better offensive player? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about he shoots better in every aspect of the field than him. You're not. What you not? You're you're bringing up stats, and that's great, great stats. What I'm bringing up is the go get it mentality and the tenacity at the player that each player possesses. Giannis possesses a better killer mentality. Than Joel Embiid does. Based Joel, on what? Let me answer that. Joel Embiid will fall in love with the three-point shot. He will take periods of the game off. He can be intimidated. Giannis, you cannot intimidate. You realize this is literally just opinions, like Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Your answer, like, can I answer your first question? Giannis will not take a game, no, will not take a play off. Giannis will not take a whole quarter off. Giannis understands the assignment at hand. He understands that he has to be dominant, dominant from the first quarter to the last quarter. Embiid, not so much. Not saying that Embiid is, I'm not saying that Embiid is trash. I'm not saying that Embiid. Should should have been the MVP if he didn't miss whatever amount of games he did. But that right there, as that's the same reason why I'm I'm going to to compare this with old heads thinking that Kobe and MJ are better than LeBron because of the quote unquote killer instinct. I'm using that comparison. The killer instinct is greater in Giannis than it is in Embiid. And therefore, I believe. So you really I, just made up again. We're so you're using things that are not real, right? Things that I aren't there. Giannis has a greater killer instinct and a greater knowing of his assignment and a great and a greater knowing of he has to dominate than Embiid does. And I know that Embiid could shoot better, okay. do all these things, but in terms of actually going out and wanting to accomplish those things, I think Giannis has a better understanding of what he needs to do. Now that has nothing to do with offense. That has nothing to do with offense. Of course, a person that just uses stats wouldn't understand what I'm saying, but that comes with the time. I'm not just using stats. I'm just telling you something that doesn't make any sense. You're literally trying to make the case that Giannis is a better offensive player than Embiid mm-hmm. and throwing away evidence that's like, mm-hmm. hey, this all shows who are better offensive players, but this guy go gets it. So Russell Westbrook really go gets it. He's a terrible offensive player. Terrible. Okay? But he go-gets it. Okay, that's cool. All right? No, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't talk during your thing. So, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm gonna show you. I didn't say I didn't talk. I didn't talk. Okay. So now your man's, who's a worse offensive player, is better because he has a better killer instinct. That makes no sense. Okay. Embiid is universally known as a better offensive player than Giannis. I think Giannis is. I want to say better. They're right there. I probably take Embiid maybe a little bit more than Giannis, but it's close. But the idea that Giannis is a better offensive player than Embiid is just not true. Just not. Just watch the games. He's not better. Like Embiid's a better a better post player than him. He's a better shooter than him. He's a better free throw shooter than him. Like there's no there's no aspect of offense. If I literally lock Giannis, this is the whole thing about whole. If you lock Giannis in a gym and told him not to dunk, how many points would he get in an hour? You know, it's that kind of deal. And it's like, I don't know how many points Giannis would get. I I know Embiid would get me, you know, a bunch of points just off of floaters. Like, the idea that his offensive repertoire, like, at one point, he was literally averaging 30 points on, on um, 50-40-90. As a center... <laughs> He was doing that. And to think like he's not he's not a better offensive player than Giannis? Like, dog, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? It's like, I don't know, man. Like so we'll have conversations and I'm just like flabbergasted at like the things that you like. This is pointed out, but because the stat doesn't fit my agenda, then it's all then it doesn't work. And it's like, same thing with the Nets. I'm like oh. telling you, like, bro, they're a bad defensive team. Well, they close out well. Okay, they're like average. In three-point defense. They're not a great closeout team. You cannot be a great closeout team and yet be average on three-point defense. Those two things don't don't work. Like, like they're they're just they're they're not a good defensive team. I don't care whichever way you want to spin it, they're not. Do you you think they could like at least if, if you think they can win the title, it's fine, but like it's just intellectually not true that they play good defense. They don't. They might have spurts. They might have halves. Of course, every team has, like, moments. And maybe they just need a couple of moments in the playoffs to win the title. I don't know. I don't think so, but people do. Like, maybe that's it. I don't buy this idea that they're now going to flip a switch or turn it on in the postseason and just be able to just run roughshod and, you know, everyone else is going to get stomped out the way because, like, they're very bad on defense. Like, really bad, you know? And I don't believe in the flipping of the switch stuff, but. All right. Are you done? Oh, was- yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. Um, I was listening, but I just wanted to ask you a quick question. When you compared Giannis to Embiid, what does Embiid do better than Giannis again? I just want to, I just want I just want to. So, again, like I said, I was strictly mm-hmm. talking about offense because we were talking about offense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that, that's understood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, everything offensively. Okay. Everything offensively, like pass, shoot, offensive rebounding, assist. Why would defensive rebounding matter offensively? I mean, offense, I'm sorry, offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding has nothing to do with – what? Offensive rebounding has to do with rebounding. That's not to do with offense. You said – you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You said no, that I he's know what you're doing. You're like, oh, we just look up Giannis' stats and go like, well, his shooting numbers are over here. I already know what you're doing. 
right? So it's not what I think. I'm just telling you, what does offensive rebounding have to do with, like, offensive rebounding power rebounding? Joel, uh, Nerlens Noel is a good offensive. Or Giannis Valanciunas is the best offensive like, rebound in the league. He's not a good I offensive just, player. I just asked you a question. Yeah, you but said, I'm. But here's the thing. I understand what you're trying to do now. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Say yes, but it's like offensive rebounding and being an, a good offensive player aren't the same thing. Steph is a Nobody terrible was. offensive rebounder. I didn't say it was. I just what? said you asked me about offensive rebounding, and I said that's not part of offense. That's not part of your scoring ability. Oh, my gosh. I am asking if Joel was better or was a better all-around offensive player than – And I said yes. And then your question was point – you said scoring, and then you said offensive rebounding. And I said – Offensive rebounding. Offensive rebounding has nothing to do with your individual offense. Free throws. Free throws. So offensive rebounding has, has something to do with offense? Like your um, personal offense? Yeah, offensive rebound. You you keep the position a lot. Nigga. <laughs> that has to do with rebounding. You what keep are you talking about? Keep your offensive possession alive. Oh, all right. So let me get this straight. I'm supposed to shoot the ball and then get the rebound too. If you miss, yeah. If you miss, okay, you're... nigga. Okay, sure. Go ahead. So yeah, now you yeah, yeah, like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That makes sense. Uh-huh. You said Yannick roll Joel and B is yeah, a better. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Than yeah. Giannis Yeah. Okay, and he's a better offensive player. Better offensive player, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defense too. Defense too, bro. Defense. Oh, defense. Oh, okay. Defense, defense. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defender too. Defender too. Oh, so, so, so in nine Bro, games, and B's the best player. Bro, can I go? Can I go? Can I go? Can I go? Can I? Can I go? I don't know. I you asked me a question, so I don't know. I, can, I, can I finish? And I was done. And I and I gave you and I showed you how to be quiet when someone else is talking. Oh, now, that's I what you showed me. Respect. I expect I I expect the same thing out of you. Right, now bro. in nine games. Giannis. Nine games. Giannis Atentacumpo. Right? Oh my God. Is Nine six and three. Games. Is six and three. Is six and three. With uh against Joel and Beat specifically. Wow, because they played one on one. Damn, son, can I Maji? Nigga. Maji, can I can I why do you do this intellectual like why do you do Maji. This? Why Maji, do you do this? No, Maji, no, I, I just have a question. Why do you do this? Why? I did not talk when you was making your point. Can uh, I? You actually did talk. You actually did talk. try to cut me off several times. No, I did not. Can I talk without... I just want to go all the way down. I'm going to go all the way down the list. All the way down the list? Yo, Joel B is the best oh. offensive player of all time. So, in nine, in nine games, nine games, a tenth, uh, Giannis versus MB in nine games, nine games, head to head, 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 head to Free throw percentage, 72, 76. Mm, not looking good. 
Total rebounding. Total rebounding. 14. Remember, rebounding well, is a part of offense. Never forget. Yeah, it is. Yeah, rebounds are part of offense. So are steals. 14. 14. 14. Rebound. 14. Mm-hmm. 11. Mm-hmm. Balance, which includes 12 defensive rebounds to 9. Mm-hmm. Assist. Mm-hmm. 6. Mm-hmm. 5. Mm-hmm. Giannis steals two, well, 1.3 to one. Giannis blocks 1.8, 2.1, and B mm-hmm. points per game. Points per game 33 to 26. Mm-hmm. Giannis's creation. Creation. Right. Mm-hmm. Since 2013, they have compiled a list mm-hmm. of the players with the most creation rate, right, of yeah. at least 5% mm-hmm. since 2013. Mm-hmm. Giannis is on that list at number 16 with 57.8. Mm-hmm. Creation rate is what you what you what you generate the total as the office that you generate for your team. Yeah, he is 57. Point eight and Embiid is not even on this list. Mm-hmm. So we could go to stats and we can manipulate the stats all we I want. I didn't manipulate shit. You just gave me nine games where they had to fucking play each other. That has, no, that has nothing to do with who's a better offensive player. You literally mm-hmm. shrunk it down from nine games. These motherfuckers have been in the league for seven, six years. And you're going to you're gonna put nine games. When? Nine when? games, okay? I don't know who's on the court. I don't know what's happening. The idea that now we're losing, we're losing nine game. games. Them? You're trying to tell me that they're – I'm not manipulating stats. I told you what his season stats are and what his year stats. That's not manipulation. Head to head. What does that have to do with offense for your now. career? No, 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 no. I am not finished. But thank you for interrupting me. You're proving my point. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. Now, totals for, I want to say, the 20... 20 to 2021 season points 28 to 21 to 20 wait points in 61 games 28.1 and beat and beat and beat and beat. Total rebounds 11 to 10.6. Giannis. Assist 5.9. 2.8. Giannis. Field goal percentage 56.9 to 51.3. Giannis. Free throw, 68 
to 85. Embiid, total efficiency rating, field goal rating, 60 to 54. Giannis. Win shares. 10.3 to 8.8. Giannis. So not only is Giannis leading MB in total creation rating for his team, he's also leading them in rebounds, assist, field goal percentage, efficiency rating, and also win shares. Go ahead. Win shares, was- guys. Remember, big what, offensive stats. What, what, what were you saying now? What were you saying now? Oh, Dumb. playing turn. Yes. I gave up on this conversation. I gave up on this conversation 20 minutes ago. When you try yeah. to tell me that when you use nine games and then you just use win shares and talk about rebounding is part of offense, head you got it. Head to head, Giannis. Giannis is a better offense. Head to head, Giannis. Bro, Giannis is a better offensive player. Because I just said offense. So Giannis is clearly the better offensive player. So playing tournament. We already did the playing tournament. Is it? A, Bro, is like it? An hour and thirty-two minutes in. I'm good. Like I, we're good. Was the we, we, we did enough. We did enough. I think everyone got got the point. Was a playing tournament a success? Sure. Okay. Who would make the NBA finals? Uh, Bucks, Suns. Right. Uh. All right, guys. So. This has been – you want to talk about the Joe Button at all? No. You're defeated. Uh, it's understandable. Um, This has been another episode of the Respectfully Unruly podcast with your boy AB and your man's real loud, real loud and real fucking wrong. Just okay. okay. You guys have a great night.